Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Clubhouse Chat Podcast. I'm Ian. We got Andy here and Max. Yo! <laughs> so, earlier, about uh, 42 minutes ago, we started a fantasy league. We did our draft. We, we're going to be going over a bit of that, and we're going to be going over sports news. For once, we actually will not have like a script for the sports news that we're going to go with, and we're going to see how it works. So, boys, let's just get right into the fantasy. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm pulling up my team now. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, same. I should probably. Yeah. yeah All right, I just so, something real quick. Yeah, this fantasy draft was awesome. It was only four seconds long, so it took really – it was four teams that was in it, so it was really short. It took us about, what, an hour? Yeah. I think, it actually I think, like, it took us, like, 40 minutes. I've been in leagues where, like, especially with how many rounds it is, it takes us, like, two, three hours. Yeah. Well, when there's four people, I mean, we would have, well, technically, if you really think about it, we were supposed to have more than just us doing this. Yeah. Okay, but though. We couldn't get Grant or Olivia. Olivia was going to join it, the first one. We couldn't get enough people. And then there wasn't an option to just go five people. So, yeah. Yeah. Good All right. Just, so, uh, do you want to? Should I start off by naming my team? Uh, we can all go with like our catcher. We'll, yeah. We'll go like position by position, I guess. Okay. Well, all right. So, I got Will Smith as my catcher. I mean, he was ranked in the top ES or sorry MLB's top 100 players list. Uh, that list was a joke. I will say, mm-hmm. easily a joke. And Will Smith, I give him a lot less credit than worth, than he's due. He he's a good catcher. I just hate the Dodgers. I'm a bit biased on the credit amount of credit that I give him. All right. All right. So I took Travis Darno. Now this pick is a little personal because I spent the first two years of my life, and uh, he or I think he came from. Does he play in Atlanta right now? I think he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's why I picked him. Um, I like that pick. I picked him kind of later, so it was like, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't really sure to go with there, but yeah, that's that's where I went. And Max, what'd you pick? Max, um, no idea what's happening. Yeah, did we lose Max? I, I don't know. I mean, no, it says he's still connected. Hello? Oh. Yeah, Max, uh, who'd you take as catcher? Um, I chose JT Romito as my catcher since there aren't many, uh, there aren't many, uh, elite catchers in the MLB. Uh, so I just made sure to get one. That's actually a good pick. Yeah, I just yeah, made sure really, to get that's one. That's a really good pick. I, I wanted to get one early, so I got JT, JT Romito. JT one of the best catchers in, the, in baseball right now. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good pick, and... Uh, we did have Jake also do the draft. We'll probably go through his stuff right now. Mm-hmm. He isn't really joined right now because of the fact that he's uh, currently eating dinner at this very time. One we're recording. So he picked Yasmani Grandal. He is a White Sox fan. That's and another good player. Believe me, he would agree with me when I say this. He doesn't know that much about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> 
And all he knows is the White Sox. So uh, you might hear a bunch of White Sox players from him. Also, you might hear some players from our favorite teams because he's just trying to steal them a bit. Yeah, I got, I got four. I got, wait, no, I have five, five Brewers players and one former Brewers player. So, yeah. Yeah, he may or may not have had six Brewers players had I not taken John Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, that's, wow. and that's the second – that's the second most. Uh, that's the second highest brewer that I wanted. <laughs> yeah, so. I just took Hater immediately when I saw him. I'm like, Ooh, Hater. We just take that real quick. Didn't he win? <laughs> didn't he win reliever of the year two years in a row? Yeah, let me uh, let yeah, me pick so. him and not let the huge Brewers fanatic get him. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way Ian rolls. He was like, dude, Ye- dude, pick Woodruff. So that, whoops. I mean, okay, spoiler. I picked Woodruff. But he was like, dude, pick Woodruff so Max doesn't get him. <laughs> I, I had to. Actually, no. I don't think you got Woodruff. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. I thought Andy got him. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh. So, Freddie Freeman. Now, yes, guys, you might you might think that I'm a bit rude on that. But I, I just wanted to see what um, – Max's reaction would have been had someone have taken Woodruff. <laughs> I would have probably screamed and then gotten yelled at. <laughs> Bro. Okay. Uh, so we got Freddie Freeman, who I took at first base. I mean, you, you got to admit, that's a great pick, especially in the round that I got him. I got him like one of the final two rounds. Interesting. Actually, speaking of the final round, we all decided, or we decided on doing this. <laughs> we would take our Biggest, our least favorite the player, player on the board. Hate the most that was left in the final round. Yeah, it was. It was really and tough. You know what? It was really tough for all of us. But I think mine. Mine was super tough. I. I just. Spoiler alert! <laughs> was super tough. Spoiler alert! I took Gleyber Torres because he's the he's the player I hate most in the MLB because he's on the Yankees and I like nobody on the Yankees Yee. except for Zach Britton. R.I.P. I, I, I still am so mad that he's not in the Orioles. Anyways, I picked him because he's the most, like, he's actually he's a player that's on an excellent team. My most, most hated player in the MLB right now, Edwin Encarnacion, easily. Why, he's not dude? On the team right now. Edwin was a vibe. Edwin in 2016. Was a vibe. Oh, Edwin yeah, yeah. was a vibe. Yeah. In 2016, Edwin has always been a vibe. When he hit that one bomb. Bro, with the... I know, and with the parrot, bro, that that's just a vibe right there. Exactly. The parrot, you gotta vibe with parrots. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta vibe with parrots. But yeah, I took Freddie Freeman. He's he's been pretty good in the past few seasons. Not just last year, he's been an MVP caliber player the past few seasons. And I feel like he's gonna keep it up this year. First base, I chose uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, right. That's who I chose. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty. Yeah, good I I chose Paul Goldschmidt because he's has he played good recently? He's he's definitely one of the yeah, best. Yeah, he definitely has. Yeah, he's definitely oh, okay. one. I haven't, I haven't followed him much. He he's definitely one of the best first basemen in the league, and uh, he had he had a kind of a rough season last year, but I think he'll easily bounce back. Yeah, so um, Jake took Cody Bellinger. That that's a pretty good pick by Jake, I would say. Yeah. Oh, I'm just like grading his picks right now. <laughs> Jake's team sucks. I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll just read this off. 
Uh, I'll just read this Just off, say Jake's you? team sucks, and then when he joins, just be like, oh, Jake, we said you made sure to say great things about your team. <laughs> very <laughs> wise. Very know. wise in the fantasy picking you are. <laughs> no, he knowingly said his team sucks in that way. In the, we did a call for this. <laughs> we did a call for this, dude. We did. So, um, yeah, he took at second base. Whit Merrifield. Now, I mean, that's not a great pick at all. When did, when did he get he took him? him in. Okay, he got him kind of late, I guess. He, he took him in, like, the third or fourth round. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Whit Merrifield in the third or fourth round. He was drafted 50th. I'd save him for maybe seventh round at the earliest. Yeah, actually, it might have been the seventh round then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was actually the seventh round, or maybe, maybe after. I don't know, but yeah. And then he had um, Manny Machado at third base. Now that is a good pick. He One took him at twenty six. Here, I, I have a, I have a proposal. So since we have uh, so many slots and we have four people and we need to like explain every one of those slots. Should we just take turns reading off our team and then explain um, a couple of picks? That we decided were wise or like that you regret or something. Yeah, sure. I- I'm just gonna say beforehand for mine, I-, I don't regret any of my picks to be honest. Yeah, I don't really regret any of my picks. Honestly. Me neither. Because um, all right, so my lineup goes like this: I it goes Will Smith catcher, Freddie Freeman Freeman uh, first base, DJ Lemayhew second. Rafael Devers at third. That's a good pick. He he is underrated yeah. big time. Especially since I got him with the 41st pick in the draft. I, I stole that man real quick. Uh, Xander Bogart's at shortstop. He's underrated. He's big time underrated too. Ozzy Albies also underrated. <laughs> yeah. I, I got the underrated team, bro. You should change your name to uh, the underrated squad. Exactly. Honestly, I will. Uh, I will. I will when uh I will while one of you guys are talking. <laughs> um then I got Alex Bregman at my first place or dad, first base slash shortstop. He he's first base slash third base. Jesus Christ. He's gonna be a and Ozzy Albies is in my second base slash shortstop position. And all this stuff is subject to change. It's just where I drafted them or where it put it in the draft. Yeah, sometimes it just Bregman auto fills. Yeah, uh, I also with the first pick in the draft, I took Mike Trout, of course. <laughs> no. And then, yeah, with the first I overall pick in my the second end, round in pick, I took, I took Randy at sixteenth because Rays. I, I feel like I feel like um, I feel like Randy had an elite postseason um for sure, an elite uh he had a really good season, but I feel like he won't be as great as everyone thinks he'll be. I mean, in the season, he went he hit, he went 18 for 63, 15 runs, 41 total bases, 11 RBIs. I mean, that that's not terrible. Yeah, but then postseason, he just popped off, especially with those I know. fastballs. Postseason is where he really got playing time, so he really just – we got to see the real Randy Arozarena. Okay, let me, let me say something. Randy Rosarena, Kike Hernandez, and Jock Peterson are the three biggest guys in the 
in the World Series last year that just popped off in the postseason. And they always do. It's always Peterson and Kike Hernandez. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Seager popped off in and the World Seager, Series yeah. postseason. Holy cow. And Turner. Turner is just like a great postseason mm-hmm. player. He's okay in the regular season, but he's great in the postseason. Exactly. It's just it, he, he shows up when it matters most. Wait, actually, no. He shows up in the po- – every Dodgers player for the past few years before this year, they show up when it matters most in the postseason until they hit the World Series. <laughs> or until they hit a team in the NLDS yeah. as a one seed. Or NLCS. No, because they beat you guys in the NLCS. Dude, you know, you know what I was laughing really hard at the other day? The fact that Aaron what? Judge got his gap filled in between his teeth. Before the, before the Yankees won their twenty eighth ring. Oh my! I oh my saw God. that. Oh my! Wow! I think I sent that to the the podcast group chat. Yeah, I think you did. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. No offense to Aaron Judge, but that that's that's hilarious. You got it. Yeah. Any Yankees fans out there? That that's just hilarious. That was pretty great. Oh my god. Alright, so you want me to talk about my team? Um I got I'm still going with yeah, uh, he's this. Still going oh you're still going with your team? Yeah, I, I still got this. I was gonna uh, say we got sidetracked a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. It is fine that we sidetracked. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It, it's actually good because it gets people to show what we're like just the being real loose. us that they don't really just get. Just being to loose see. and natural. Yeah, yep. we're we're so like during the podcast, I'm always like so stiff, and I'm just like, I I don't really know, uh, like so so it, I don't really know this prospect. Like I mean, so uh, I think I think you guys know that I have a YouTube channel, and I go back and yes. watch my first few videos, and I was just straight faced, like I was like a robot. Like- the first few videos, bro, and then as time goes you on, had those, bro. Come on now, you just my videos, bro. You just gotta the get loose. Level tops all the cringe <laughs> level tops all, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I literally on in one of my videos that I have completely privated, I made a Duke diss track. What? A Duke diss track. I hate Duke so much. 20, 2015. So I'm a Tar Heel fan. Of course I hate Oh, yeah. 2015 National Championship beat, game. Of course. Wait, wait. Of course. We beat Florida State. Roy Williams, 900th win. I hate, I hate, I hate North Carolina and Roy Williams. I'm going to be honest. Hey, I'm a huge Wisconsin hey. fan. Dude, I... I cried so hard, like seven or eight-year-old me cried so hard when the Badgers lost to Duke in the championship in 2015. Um, I don't think it was the Badgers that lost. Oh, wait, yeah, it was. Yeah. Never mind. I was Dude, so mad. you should have seen me after we lost to Villanova. Dude, we, we beat Villanova. If you know Bronson Koenig, dude, he came in. I Clutch. know you beat Villanova. Clutch, dude. That was... And I thank you. I thank you for being Villanova because that year we won the title. That was thank you. That was so awesome. <laughs> All right, so okay, next back to, to my baseball. Lineup. <laughs> yeah, back to this. Next up in the lineup, I got Luis Robert. 
Um, I, I took him because last year he didn't have a terrible year. And I feel like he's going to have a lot better of a year. Uh, Trent Grisham, I took as another outfielder. I mean, he well, another player that had a solid year, and I feel like they're going to have a great year. Okay, let me, let me say something real quick about Trent Grisham. I'm a big Brewers fan, and this hurts to say, but it's pretty funny. During When we were doing the call, um, we were talking about who we're going to pick, and I go, out of everyone in the MLB, playing ground ball in the outfield, oh, yeah. oh playing my God, ground ball in the outfield. When the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better field it. I want Trent Grisham. <laughs> Wait, and I, I did the same thing, but home run in the playoffs. Martians have the death beam face towards Earth. Earth on the line. You need a home run in the playoffs. I have everyone in the MLB. I want Brett Phillips. <laughs> I want Chris Davis. Oh, my God. Okay, so then I took Eddie Rosario at a really late pick because I needed to fill in that outfield spot. That was the only spot that was not taken out of my besides my bench. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take Eddie Rosario. He's not bad. Might as well. And then I took Anthony Rizzo. He, he's been good almost every year of his career with the Cubs. So it's a no-brainer to take him. Alex Baum, I feel like, he was a good player, and I feel like he's only going to get better and better. Marcus Seaman, he had a down year last year. I feel like he's going to bounce back this year. Tal Marte, once again, another good player that I took. That I feel like it's going to be even better this year. Jose Altuve, all the Astros players last year had a down year. I feel like it might have been because of all. The, uh, <laughs> the scandal. Uh, and all that. But <laughs> the incident. I feel like they're all going to have a bounce back year. And Jose Altuve. But also, that was the uh, guy that I hate the most in the league. Yeah, his last pick over. for least favorite player was Jose Altuve. That's the only reason why I took him. I hate that, man. I used to uh, love the Altuve. Pitchers, the pitchers, I'm just going to go straight down because I don't really have to explain my pitching. My pitching is just godly. Yeah, you Darvish, Tyler Glass now, Lucas Giolito, Josh Hader, Clayton Kershaw, Luis Castillo, Kyle Hendricks, Diego Castillo, and Sonny Gray. The only one that I pretty much have to explain is Kyle Hendricks. That's going to be a pretty good pick this year, I'm going to say, because, it, come on, it's it's Kyle Hendricks. You think your pitchers if he plays are good. Like, if he plays like he, if, like he normally does, it's a great pick. If he doesn't, I can always get rid of him. All right, let's send it to another guy. Uh, All right, you want to go to me? Yeah. Sure. Right, Max, which are, okay. My team, so obviously I went Travis Darno with my catcher. Then at first base, I went with Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo is a guy that I saw. I mean, people say he strikes out a lot or too much or whatever. I like him. I don't know. I went with him. Brandon Lowe, he went to the University of Maryland. I had to go with him. I also had to go with him because uh, Ian is a raised fan. I just had to. I had to do that to him. <laughs> I know. I know. Ian is still. Uh, he, he's still. He's still. You know, it still hurts inside for him. Anyways, yeah. Uh, next, I went with Jose Ramirez. Good third. Good third baseman. Really good right there. Underrated. Francisco, yes. Yeah. Francisco Lindor, another really good uh, player. The next player I went with was 
Corey Seager. That's another player that I like that I saw on the board and I like Young him. stud. Yes. Uh, the next play was uh, Suarez, third baseman. I liked him when I saw him on the board again. I took him. Ron Vicuña took him with the second overall pick. Was it second? Third overall pick uh, in the draft. So I like that. Bryce Harper. He's Bryce Harper. I had to do it. I had to do it to him. Come on now. Uh, Cal Tucker. That's another. That's that's a guy that you know. When I saw him. I liked him. Marce- Marcelo Zuna. Again, that's another guy that I liked. Uh, honestly, all these guys are just I like them. I don't know. Um. So my next three picks are all Orioles because I mean, hey, only right from the I'm an Orioles fan. So the first one I looked was uh, Trey Mancini. That guy, I'm telling you right now, this season is going to be insane for him. I see big things for him. Anthony Santander, that's a guy that I picked because he's a great player. I believe that when Mancini went out last season, or he was out last season because he had colon cancer, uh, he's a guy that just stepped up hugely for us. The next player I'm going, I went with was uh, Ryan Mountcastle. That's a young stud right there. I'm telling you, that, that guy's going to be something. Once Adley Rushman gets to know it'll be him and though all my dad. That's just going to be a dream come true. All right, the third, the, my other bench player is Starling Marte. That I, that was, I think that was a late round pick. And yeah, it was. I remember geez, wanting to I was like, Starling Marte. I actually wanted to take, and I was going to take him, but I want. I, I yeah, same. I wanted him on my team, but I just I didn't want to pick him. I don't know why. All right. So. Oh wait, no. My, I was gonna tell Marte that I wanted to pick, and I ended up actually taking him. My bad. <laughs> My okay, so I went with I think his name is Jeff McNeil of the Mets. I think that's the first. He had a he had a breakout year last year. Yeah, I got him with one of my last picks. I think I'm pretty sure I got him with one of my last picks in the draft. Last picks in the draft. So that's a really good depth piece. Depth piece right there. Last player with on my bench is Gleyber Torres. Now for my pitching. (laughs) My so start off with the top three: Garrett Cole of the Yankees. Shane Bieber of the Cubs, I believe. He's on the Indians, I think. Is he? Indians. I saw the C and I thought... The Cleveland baseball team. Yes, that's why I thought he was the Cubs, because there's a C on his hat. Well, actually, they will be called the Indians for one more year. Yeah. Yeah. At least they have time to make up a name instead of, like, the Washington football team. Imagine they still pick the Cleveland baseball team next year. (laughs) That would be phenomenal. Football, Washington football team is actually going to stay the football team next year. Yeah, they're going to pick a new name next offseason. Can they just not come up with a good name, bro? Why not just be like bro, the Washington? You know what the funny thing would be? Could you imagine if they make the playoffs again? The Washington Presidents you have to or something. Stay as the football team. It, it, basically, if they make the playoffs again, they have to stay as a football team because then – Basically, it means that they're going to make the playoffs every year. Wait, the Washington football team is located in D.C., right? Yes. Okay. Why not just be like the Washington presidents or something? No, Ian. Ian, Ian. What? They're going to make the playoffs and just be a first-round exit. Ever since they're the football team, they're going to make the playoffs and be a first-round exit. Wait, wait. I'm, yes. I'm... They're going to make the playoffs again. They they can't change the name after that. They they have to keep the name because then I mean you hey. just look at it. They they really would have never missed the playoffs as the football. Dude, team. I I haven't heard of the Washington football team. I've only heard of Chase Young. <laughs> he's like their <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I've only heard of. He's like their whole defense. Chase Young. Though. You know what I just realized? 
wait, who's this Chase Young fellow? I've only heard of Tyler Heineke, the GOAT. <laughs> you know what I realized? Yeah, what's up? What's up, Andy? The football team are one of the few teams in sports right now that don't have an S at the end of their name. Yo, oh what? There's actually now, because of them, there's only 10 teams with out an S in their name. It used to be nine. Now there's 10. I just realized that. Wait, wait. Although, actually, technically, there will be 10 next year anyways. Wait, yeah, wait. Be. So there's... Oh. Seattle Kraken. There's Utah Jazz. Seattle Kraken. Washington Miami football team. Heat. Miami Heat. Are there any baseball teams? Um, I can't think of any. Um... The Red Sox don't end with it. Oh, yeah, the Red Sox and the White Sox. Neither yeah. do the White Sox. Right. Dude, why why aren't the White Sox, like, white? Aren't Isn't their logo, like, gray? I think so. No, it's black with the White Sox. Oh, well, that's wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's literally bl- Their logo is uh, black and white. You know what would be sick? How did that happen? How For some reason, I thought it was gray. I don't know why. Shane Bieber on the baseball team. They're talking about sock colors. You know what would be Anyways, so fresh? Um... <laughs> white, white, white Sox jerseys. I think that will be cool. Okay, on on with your All list. Right. Have white, white Sox jerseys. Put <laughs> your own jerseys. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm tripping. <laughs> what? All right, so my third pitcher that I was going to talk about was Aaron Nola from the Philadelphia Phillies. Again, Another dominant pitcher, like I've usually been picking. And then the next pitcher was uh, Jack Flaherty on the St. Louis Cardinals. That was a guy that, again, on the board I saw that I liked. Uh, and then, I, yeah, I went with uh, Kenta Maeda with my – I don't know if that was the next one, but I know it went, went with him in some time in the draft. Again, that's another guy I liked. The rest of the pitches I picked are the – it is Zach Gallon, Aroldis Chapman, Brad Hand, and Carlos Carrasco. Uh, I'm not going to explain those guys too much because they all would have the same explanation. I like them. There you go. Um, Andy, can you read your list from Aaron Nola on down? I was going to say something about one of your players. Yeah, Jack Flaherty, Kent Tomato, Zach Gallant, Aroldis Chapman – Carlos Carrasco and Brad Hand. Oh, yeah. Jack Flaherty. Um, so, MLB did this thing, like, The Vault, where you put in your picks for the next decade, and if you get them, like, all right or something, you win a million dollars. And for the most Cy Youngs in the decade, I chose Jack Flaherty because I just think he'll be elite. So, that's a, that's a really good pick. Okay. Yay. Well, I, I'm just going to say I am actually uh, adding that part to the podcast episode. Along with what I just said. Gotcha. Is it on my list? Can you hear me? I believe so, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, just wondering, can you still hear me? My internet's being a little glitchy. Yeah, we we can still hear you perfectly. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. So, for uh, catcher, I chose JT Romuto. I want to choose him him early. Um, First base, Paul Goldschmidt. And I think you'll have a really good year. Second base, uh, Keston Hira. Now I know the Brewers said that they'll they'll put him, um, uh, they'll put him at first base because they just got Colton Wong. But yeah, he he is a hitting machine, yeah. and I think he'll win multiple batting titles. 
Um, Nolan Arenado just acquired by um the Brewers, one of the Brewers' biggest rivals, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals, uh, which I'm not happy about, but it'll be exciting to see him play um more often. Uh, shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. I think that was my second pick. That was the first pick in the in the second round. So we did a snake draft, and I got the last pick of the first round and first pick of the second round. And just went on from there. Um, and I'm really happy that I got Tatis, especially since he just signed that huge contract. Yeah. Uh, um, I also have Trevor Story. Um, I'm really happy about him. Uh, he's a, another really good shortstop. Uh, Eric Hosmer, um, he's a great player for San Diego, and uh, he's just one of one of another San, one of uh, San Diego's powerhouses. Um, outfield. Yeah, I think I had Hosmer last year. Mm. What's that? I think I had Hosmer last year. He's pretty good. Yeah, outfield. Didn't he get injured though? No, he he played almost the whole year. He was he was really good oh, okay. last year. I thought I saw him get injured. My bad. Um, outfield with my first pick, fourth overall. You know, your boy had to pick Christian Yelich. You know. Yeah. 2018 <laughs> NL MVP, baby. Yeah. Um, would have won, would have won back-to-back MVPs if he didn't get injured in the last month because Bellinger stank it up the last month of the season. So, uh, not too happy about that, but it's whatever. Um, as the wise Christian Yelich once said today on MLB Network, we're all starting at zero. It doesn't matter if you stank or you won the MVP. We're all starting over. So, I'm uh, really glad I got my favorite player, well, second favorite behind Mike Trout um, in the MLB. Uh, George Springer for the uh, – or, or, no, for the Toronto Blue Jays now. Just signed with the Blue Jays. Um, I'm yeah. super hyped that I got him top outfielder in the game. Uh, Nick Castellanos, um, also super excited I got him. Uh, he tore it up for the Reds last year. He was really amazing. Aaron Judge, um, I'm sure you guys know who Aaron Judge is, as we yeah. talked about him earlier. Of course you do. <laughs> Wait, you guys. Um, although when he's right? injured, that's not good. Yeah, we can. Okay. Hear you. Just making sure, because I I got some calls, and only that ends the thing. Yeah, yeah. he he's he gets lots of inner in bleh, injuries. Um, but I hope he'll have a good year this year. And Charlie Blackman, uh, which is a super underrated player for Colorado. Oh, yeah, that's a good player. Charlie is a good player. Yeah. Then, um, I got Bo for my bench, or for utility player. I mean, I got Bo Bichette. Um, I think I honestly think he's the best young guy out of Vlad Jr., Kevin Biggio, and him on the Blue Jays. So super excited I got him. Uh, Mike Mustakis, former Brewer. Uh, Chris Bryant, um, third baseman. Alberto Mondesi for the Royals, and for my least favorite player that I had to pick, I got Javi Baez, which took lots of strength to press that draft. But yeah, guys, so I'm I'm just gonna quickly um just gonna announce this. Jake is gonna be joining, and I'll have him run through his team also. Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, he, um, he's gonna be joining through the link. I mean, and also I mean, everybody. This is a perfect time to mention. If you guys want to ask us any questions, there is a feature on the podcast website, like on the anchor thing. Hello, Jake. But there is a feature on there that 
What are we doing? Uh, allows you to ask us questions through audio. We're talking about our teams. And we'll probably respond. Okay. And uh, now for my pitchers. I mean, not to break, but your boys got a pretty stacked pitching lineup. I got Trevor <laughs> Trevor Bauer. If I could use one word to describe Trevor Bauer, I would Overrated. choose electric. No, he is Overrated. absolutely electric. Um, Overrated. <laughs> I have Wa- <laughs> yeah. Walker Bueller, um, and I'm super excited because um, he's he's just a young star. Uh, really? Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer, the experienced um, veteran, yes. uh, one of one of the best pitchers in the game right now. Uh, probably he's behind Jacob Degrom. Yeah, that's who uh, I got. But wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Max. If you're experienced, doesn't that already make you a veteran? <laughs> I mean, dude. Uh, whatever. Just gonna say. <laughs> okay, now now I got three Brewers pitchers in a row. Brandon Woodruff, future Cy Young. Corbin Burns, also future Cy Young. Devin Williams, NL Rookie of the Year. Need I say more? Um, I'm... <laughs> I have Edwin Diaz, and actually that was a misclick. I did not mean to press draft um, on him, so that was kind of an accident. I mean, he's all right, but he he blows lots of leads. No offense. <laughs> oh, yes. That, me and Jake, really, when you dropped him, we're like, Jake's just like, oh, he got Edwin. What does Edwin do? I'm like, blow saves. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what, what's, he, what's he do when the Mets are trying to make a playoff run? <laughs> Wait, when they're – 20 games behind? No, 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 no. Saves. Remember, like, I don't remember exactly. It was, like, either last. It was, like, at some point they were, like, really close to making the playoffs, and they had to start winning some games, and Edwin just kept blowing all the leads. They were, yeah, like, within, but, like, I think it was five or, wait, like, ten. I think they were within five Here's or ten. the Mets' season in a nutshell. Start off decent, blow it the rest of the year, until a certain point when they're, like, 15 games out. And they're trying and they're trying the last month of the season to try to make a push for the playoffs. Wait, and then with 10 games left, they lose out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's the Mets in a nutshell. And don't don't offend Mets fans though. That's they they had a good offseason. Dude, I'm a part Mets fan. I'm I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. But Ian, they had a good offseason. They might actually be good for once, okay? They might actually be good and go to like the playoffs. Jake, it's the Mets. It's just like me as a Panthers fan. I talk about our cycle all the time. Yeah, but see, it's, it's a terrible. But cycle. we need a good quarterback that can actually win your eyes. That's what the Panthers. All right, we're we're, we're gonna go away from football. Okay, <laughs> can I talk about who I draft? Okay, our our my my last two pitchers are Joe Musgrove and Chris Paddock, uh, both for San Diego, and I think Chris Paddock is gonna be one of the best young pitchers in the game. And I got a question uh, for you guys. Um, who do you think will have a better career? Walker Bueller, Chris Paddock, or Jack Flaherty? Ooh, that, that's a tough one. Uh, since I picked him, I'm going Jack Flaherty. Really? I'm going Jack Flaherty. Like, I'm not the, I'm not the most, like, up-to-date on watch it all the time, so I don't really have the greatest understanding. We'll change that. But... Well, because I don't really watch baseball that much because it's, like, it's not my favorite. Well, I'm not that entertained by it. I watch it a little bit, but not that much. But based, based on, like, on like, 
if I just had to go with something, I'd probably go with Bueller, but I got really, I don't have much clue. So I feel like it would either be Bueller or uh, Flaherty because I feel like he's pretty good from St. Louis, but I don't know if it would be Bueller or not really. I'm going to be honest, even though I gave huge props to Jack Flaherty and said I thought that he was going to win the most Cy Youngs in the decade, and I still think he has a good shot at that, uh, I think I'm going to pick Walker Bueller. Yeah. So, funny thing about our fantasy draft or fantasy players, I have a a sports card collection, and same. I have most of these players. I have a sports card of most of these players, and some of them are rookie cards. <laughs> yeah, same. I like. I got Ozzy Albies, Corey Seager, Joe Musgrove, and Alex Bregman, and Cattell Marte, and more. Mike Trout, Christian Yelich. Just the rookie, rookie cards? cards? Yeah. Dang. And and lots of other guys. I have a massive collection. Like, massive. I have a massive collection of baseball cards, or in sports cards in general. Alrighty, alrighty. Ian, uh, uh, late, later sometime, we got to find yeah, out whose we got, collection is bigger. Yeah, later sometime, we'll, we'll talk about our sports cards. And I drafted <laughs> Mookie Betts at two. Is that a good pick, kid? Dude, that's an amazing pick. Yeah, that is. Amazing. That's a good pick. Yeah, because Mookie Betts is. Do you think Mookie Betts is the second best player in the league behind Mike Trout? I no, third. That, that no, fourth. Your, fourth. Jake, your best pick. No, fifth. Was Mookie Betts, and then your second best pick was probably the player that you hate the most, and Nelson Cruz. I got that as my last pick. Yeah, you got that was your second to last pick. That was Nelson like pretty much my last pick with Nelson Cruz. You don't yeah. think um, my pick. But you don't think my pick about uh, taking um, Jacob Degrom was good? I mean, Expect- you actually probably could have. The also, reason why I'm saying that is because you took him a bit too early. I didn't take him early. Listen, more. listen. I took Degrom after Garrett Colwin off the board, so I don't think I took him early. Dude, you could have waited a bit. Okay, I I have to go soon, but I just have one question for you guys that I want you to answer. Um, and I'll go first. Who's your top? Who's your top five best ML? Not favorite, but best players in the MLB right now. So mine is obviously Mike Trout at number one, and yeah. then number number two mm, probably <laughs> probably Yelich. You know, um, number oh, wow. four. Number yeah, four. I just got that one. <laughs> number four, I'd probably say Acuna. Um, or I mean, number three, I'd probably say Ronald Acuna Jr. Number four, I'd say Tatis Fernando Tatis Jr. And five, I'd say Mookie Betts. For me, I would go with Mike Trout at one because he's the best player in baseball. Possibly could be the best player in baseball history if he continues having great years. Two, I'm gonna go with Mookie Betts because I think Mookie Betts is really good and he's won a championship with the Dodgers and the Red Sox, and I just think he's gonna be better with the Dodgers. Like have more good years with the Dodgers because like he's gonna be on the Dodgers longer than the Red Sox yeah. most likely. So I think he's gonna have a better career there. But he was really good in Boston. With number three, I'm gonna go with Ronald Acuna because he's I think gonna be a great player for the Braves to build around. Which they already have a good core around him, and they could possibly go to the World Series this year. They were close last year. They just couldn't get it done against the Dodgers. And then number four, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with that number four. I think 
I'm going to finish it off with Juan Soto, or not finish it, but Juan Soto at four because Juan Soto, yeah, he was hurt most of last year, and but he was a really good player, and he's really young as well. So I think he could get better than top four, but I think right now I'm going to put him at four, Juan Soto. I think he's going to be really good for the Nationals and maybe be a little bit better than Bryce Harper and be like the next coming of him, but even better. And then at five, for the final player, I'm going to put in, I think, the best pitcher in the league, Jacob DeGrom, because he's just been really good for the Mets. And he won a Cy Young with a losing record. That's pretty – that might have been like <laughs> the first time that's happened. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Sure, but it got to be one of the few times it's happened if it wasn't the first time. Yeah, so. DeGrom is a great pitcher. I mean, he didn't have anything around him. He just hasn't had much Except offense. for Edwin Diaz. Or bullpen. You can look at <laughs> it. He had around him. Jacob DeGrom has not had, like, the greatest of offense. And even when he had offense, the bullpen just blows the game once he comes out. But wait, that doesn't that doesn't actually count against him. Yeah, but it doesn't. But the problem is that doesn't count as a win or a loss. That's the problem. All right. And then what's you, – are you going to go in for your top five? Yeah. So, um – for my top five, easily Mike Trout at one. Number two, I'm going to probably have to go – I'm thinking here. I'm going to go with Ronald Acuna Jr. I, I got to go with Acuna Jr. Guys, uh, the kid's a great player on the rise. I love how I say he's a kid. I love his yeah. energy and the way he plays yeah. the game. He's so loose. Same with same with Soto and, uh, and Tatis Tati. and Vlad All the Jr. young guys nowadays. The problem yeah. with the MLB is why don't they let players do backflips? Yes, I get it. it it's not. It's nice. kind of di- and it's kind of disrespect to the pitchers. But I mean, come on, you gotta you gotta bring but that. It's, show, it's them showing emotion. Exactly, like, look, you gotta show the that most emotion. Iconic you gotta... play of all time that people watch and watch over and over and over Bautista's again. Bautista's backflip. No, not that. Oh great, Bautista. Yeah, I thought you said Tatis. No, oh, Bautista's no. backflip. Is the thing that people watch over and over and over again. That's why that that is why most, or I'm just gonna say that's probably the most famous clip in baseball right now. Besides, probably besides Hank Aaron's 755th home run since he yeah. just passed away. But yeah, that is that, that is a very iconic that, moment. That is, and before Hank Aaron passed away, that is probably that was probably the most famous baseball clip. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, then, you got you got to bring that energy back. You got to bring that energy to baseball. Yeah. Number three, I got to go to Grom. Best, I'm just gonna say this: best pitcher in the league, by far. Best. Yeah, pitcher. I, I, I'd agree. Not, not even second. Not even best in the NL. Best in the entire league. I did want to say that the reason I didn't have Tatis in my top five is because he's really good, but. You also have to keep in mind it was a shortened season, and also I wanted to put the best pitcher in baseball in the top five, but I think he has a good possibility of being in that in the future. But he, a lot I'm of people gonna... have him in the top five anyway. Yeah. Just not me. I- I'm going to put in Tatis at number four for me. He- he's got to. The, the kid is – I love how I just keep saying kid for when, it, for when it's a young player. Yes. <laughs> literally I'm in their literally 20s. 14. Because that makes sense. 14-year-olds calling 20-year-olds kid. Yes. I mean, but... But But the 20-year-old could call you a kid, though. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Tatis is a great player. He, we can all tell that he loves the game. He loves what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he had to apologize for getting for hitting that grand slam. That was dumb. May I remind you, Rangers fans, that literally, I think it was in 2018, and sorry, Andy, for bringing this up, Uh-oh. whatever year it was. It was like 32-2, right? 32-3 against yeah. the Orioles. <laughs> yeah. 30-3. I remember seeing so many memes <laughs> about that. Yes. So 30-3 against the Orioles, <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? You guys are complaining when you beat a team 30-3 to that he, oh, Tatis hit the grand slam trying to play the game until the end. Like, you literally look at the Mets. They were up by seven to the Nationals the year, like in 2019, at Nationals Park, and they choked the lead. I did want to add, it's just like, um, I know this isn't exactly baseball, but I think it's a good reference. Just like for the Hornets, Lamelo Ball, he plays until the end. Like, he gets steals and stuff and still tries yeah. until the end. When you really shouldn't, like, most players would just say, let the game end. Like, stop going for shots and steals and stuff, trying to come back, even though it's pretty much over. So, that's why it's yeah. kind of like the same thing, where it's kind of like an unwritten rule, if you want to say. Yeah, it's actually called the unwritten rule. Uh-huh. And it's stupid. The unwritten rules are so stupid. Because I think okay, that they I... should play until it's over. Because, like, you should play it out. Because, like, yeah, you're probably not going to come back. But still, you still want to try until the end. You don't want to yeah. just give up, which is pretty much what happens when you're at the end of a game and you're down and losing. Like, in basketball, for example, you just, like, most players would just give up, let them dribble the ball and just end the game. Or in baseball, yeah, just, and... like, not even try to hit anymore if they're up by a ton. I mean, yeah. All right. So Especially in baseball so that you final... can blow the lead. With pitching, you could blow a ton of runs in one inning. So. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah. <laughs> to my final pick, <laughs> to my final pick on the top five, I gotta go with. This is gonna be controversial. People are gonna come after me for this one. No, are not. Where's Mookie Betts? That's a. That's I, actually a respectable pick. I'm sorry. Like, I like Nolan Arenado as a player, especially now, now he's in St. Louis, which I think is a better, will be a good fit for him as Paul Goldschmidt and stuff, but you can't than... leave Mookie out of the top five. I can. Because Mookie Betts is, is very good and was Ar- a big part of that Dodgers championship. Controversial opinion, Arenado is better than Mookie Betts. Okay. And here's why. Let, let me explain why I say that. Arenado is been better than Mookie Betts. He literally won seven gold gloves in a row. Yes. That that's like uh, and don't don't go at me for being my that's Kevin Kiermeyer numbers. Here, I'll I'll give you a three and a half second clap for a respectable pick. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. People were saying Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts after going on the Dodgers. I want Iguodala. He was also good on the Red Sox, <laughs> if you don't remember. Yes, and when he was on the Red Sox, yes, he won an MVP. But that was the year that he actually had helped. That was the year that they won 100. He was a pretty big no, part of that Dodgers, too. It wasn't when? just he Jake, sat there and did nothing. He still was pretty good. He made a lot of good catches. Jake, he did, had no, some Jake, good hitting. Jake. So When has uh, Arenado had help? Like he, he does, he doesn't. Yeah, when they made the playoffs, did Arenado have help? 
No, but the thing is, I'm saying Mookie Blackman. was a big part of it. It's not like he just got carried Blackman. to a. You had Blackman. That's one guy. What I'm trying. You what I'm trying to say. That's guys dead in the game most of the time on average. Three or four at bats a game. What I'm trying to say is that Mookie Betts didn't get carried to it. That's six to eight bat at bats per game on average between the two of them, and they carry their team to 90 wins. And a wild card win. All I'm trying to say is... And you tell me... And keep in mind, that wild card win was on the road. And you tell me that Arenado is not better than I'm trying to say... Especially when Arenado keeps improving his whole career. And you tell me that Arenado... And I'm trying to tell you that Mookie Betts did not just get carried to a championship. He was a big part of it. All right, hold on. Time out. Um, I'm sorry, boys. It's been a blast, but I got to go... Um, just remember that um, Brewers are the best team in the MLB, and I'm going to beat you all in fantasy baseball <laughs> this year. See ya. See ya. Not factual. I'm not Max. <laughs> Max. And you finally told The us. message was not a fact. The message was not a factual. Not, not a factual message. Yeah. Opinion message. All right. So, Andy, <laughs> what's your top five? All right, so... Top one, the first one is Mike Trout, best player in baseball yeah, right now. Uh, second is, I'm going to go with a lot of people, and I know you guys probably think I would pick Acuna, but I'm not going to. He will be in my top five, though. Um, my next one is Fernando Tatis. Why? He's, one, he's young. Two, the, the Padres wouldn't have paid him as much as they did if they didn't think he was going to be one of the best, if not the best player in baseball. True. So that's why I put him at second. And the only reason he's not first is because then again, yeah. Mike Trout, like you, you guys said, could Mike be one of the best players in baseball. Mike Trout is already a Hall of Famer. And also, yeah. I did want to say, just to make another reference, that's also why the Chiefs paid Patrick Mahomes. They know they, they're, that's their future. Just exactly. like with the Chiefs for the Mahomes Patrick. Mahomes has already had, I'm just going to say Mahomes has already had a Hall of Fame career. In just three seasons. I mean, I don't know if Mahomes can reach Tom Brady level, especially knowing the fact that Tom Brady absolutely dominated the Super Bowl. So I don't um, know if Tom Mahomes can ever reach. Yeah, I don't. Brady if level. Mahomes won that I mean, Super Bowl yeah, against Tom Brady, Brady, I was gonna say I was gonna say there's a good chance that people are gonna say now Mahomes was the goat if he ended up winning that game, but obviously he didn't. So. Yeah, I don't know if that'll happen. Except they play in another. Don't worry, Brady will somehow find a way to make it next year, and Mahomes will beat him this. If he has his offensive line healthy, that was the one problem. All of his offensive line was. Yeah, that was the one problem. You look at Mahomes the whole game; he had no line, so you can't blame him or anything. You have to remember. People are saying, "Oh, Brady beat Mahomes. Brady's definitely." You have to remember this. You have to remember this. The Bucks. Had one of the best pass rushes in the whole league last year. They did. And they the did. Chiefs had four of their five starting offensive linemen out. Yeah. And Mahomes' receivers couldn't catch for you-know-what. Well, yeah. Travis Kelsey had some big drops, which normally doesn't happen. Only, literally, Mahomes was running for his life. Literally running. Yeah, he got hit. Much he threw a ball play. in midair. Pretty much got hit every play. Even if he threw it. Midair, sidearms throws it about 30 yards into the end zone just for his receiver to drop. Yeah, that was a running back, so maybe that's why, but still. And another one. He's literally falling down, throws it. 
as I almost fall down <laughs> trying to recreate that. My third. That's a, that'll be exciting for Mahomes and the Chiefs because the majority of their course, they were able to resign long term. So, all right. All right. Jake. All right. We, yeah, we, I know. We, it's we, enough. We can save that for our football podcast, buddy. All right. Third, I'm going to go with uh, Ronald Acuna. It's just, I mean, it's it, it's just there. Uh, yeah. We all know why. Uh, yeah. Fourth, I'm going to go Jacob DeGrom because best best pitcher in baseball. And fifth, Ian, just so you'll be just so you, you'll like me more, I'll go <laughs> Nolan Arenado. No, I already like my guy. Don't worry. <laughs> but no, what you said about Nolan Arenado is true. I'm just gonna say this clubhouse, this this podcast group has turned into a family. Yeah. While I do think, right while I do think Mookie, if Mookie wins like another championship or two, he could give Arenado a run for his money for top five. Yeah. I think right now Arenado has five, but that could be overtaken by Betts. It could be overtaken by Betts, but will I don't. I think you guys are way undervalue, undervalue, like doing undervalue on Betts. I don't know. I, I mean, I look, think maybe I not number two. Like I said, maybe do. you could put someone else I'm there. Not, but I'm not still. undervaluing bets. I would have bets is not about two. Yeah, no, maybe not two, bets but not I think two. he should still be definitely bets top a, five. Jake, I would have bets. Is not. Seven. I'm sorry. Bets is, is an excellent player, but like I said, I put Tatis at two because one, Tatis is young and he's really good, and two, the Padres wouldn't have paid him as much as they did if they didn't think he was going to be a top three, top five. To be honest, I would have bets at eight behind Yelich. Behind Yelich, Bellinger. Fine. I don't know. I might. I might put bets at six or seven. I would have bets behind. Um, Bregman and Bellinger. Because Bellinger is the best player on the Dodgers, by far. And then, you got Bregman. And that's all I have to say. Bregman's great. Yes, he had an off year. All the Astros Astros players had an off year. It could have been the controversy. It could have been a lot more things. It could have been anything. I was going to say, not to mention the... The Astros also cheated one year, so yeah. Yes, yeah. but it, well, actually, I think they cheated multiple years. Yeah. But hey, oh, they did. And then wait, and then 2018, there were rumors that the Red Sox did cheat. So oh it was cheater God. against cheater in the ALCS. And I swear, if the Orioles even make it better, if the Orioles make it past like the first round of the playoffs, if they even make a playoffs, people are gonna be like, they cheated, they cheated, they cheated. <laughs> no, I would know. I, I don't. I don't rule them out of the playoffs. I rule nobody out of the playoffs at any point. Yeah. Like, even the Mullins. I jokingly said last year that the Mullins, oh, they're used to getting 60 wins a season, so they'll be perfect for this and, season. They made the and playoffs. I just want to say, and huh. are you trying to be, like, the biggest hot take king? Because that's guess. what you're doing by saying Mookie is rated under Bellinger and would be ranked under Yelich. Yes. People are going to hate you or love you? Thank you. I'm taking my crown. (laughs) Thank you, sir. I am taking my crown. I don't know how you don't believe (laughs) in uh, bets, but okay. I don't. I'm sorry. And it's not me being biased. No, it's not. 
Because I have Bellinger ranked at like sixth. So it's not me being biased. All right, it's just me not believing that Betts is actually that good. Because you look at Betts, he had a yes, he had a great 2018. He had a good 2019. Not a great 2019, a good 2019. He had a good 2020. I'm not going to say he had a great 2020. Maybe in the playoffs he had a better, he played better than in the regular season. But we're talking regular season, not playoffs. Or at least I am. Because Arenado, you can't say playoffs for him. He never makes it. I'm sorry, Rockies fans, that I just took a shot at your whole franchise right there for the past decade. But, hey, I don't even need to take a shot there. You're right, taking shots at the Mets franchise pretty much every – a lot earlier, oh. a lot more. It's too easy for the Mets, though. But, yeah, seriously, though, um, bets in 2017 and whenever – before 2018, Betts was not good. I'm sorry, but he was not good. Either that or he was really overshadowed by a lot of players. A.K.A. David Ortiz, but we don't talk about that. But yeah, that that's why I have him at eight. So, I'm... I don't know what else to talk about, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's the, uh, is that the episode right there? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this one. We will see you all in the next one. If you want to, actually, if you want to go check out our Instagram, it is Clubhouse Chatter. All of our personals will say them on page five. Jake is Panthers fan and Andy is Charm City Country. Um, so that will do it. We will see you all in.